Today in Science from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Undersea cables are carrying scientific secrets. Rumbles and tides create tiny detectable disturbances in fiber optics. The world's cables could form a vast network for detecting earthquakes and tsunamis. By Matt Simon. These very words may have flown through an undersea cable before reaching your eyeballs. Hundreds of thousands of miles of fiber optics crisscross the world's oceans, shuttling emails, Netflix shows, and news articles as packets of light. And scientifically speaking, boy, does that light have a story to tell, not so much about what happens on land, but what happens in the deep. Writing recently in the journal Science, researchers described how they used a 3,600-mile cable stretching between Halifax, Canada and Southport in the United Kingdom to detect storms, tides, and earthquakes. Because the cable lies on the sea floor, such perturbations create tiny but measurable disturbances in the fiber optics, changing how the light speeds across the Atlantic Ocean. These changes give a reading of the location of the quake or other disturbance. This technique, a form of interferometric sensing, is similar to another increasingly popular system among researchers, distributed acoustic sensing, or DAS. Here, scientists fire a laser through underground but unused telecom fiber optic cables and analyze what bounces back. If a car or person passes overhead and disturbs the cable, that vibration scatters some light back to its source. Measuring how long it takes the scattered light to travel gives an idea of the size of the object passing overhead. Researchers have also laid cable around Mount Etna, an active volcano in Italy, and used EAS to monitor its rumbles. This new technique exploits a device in undersea cables called a repeater. It looks like a slight bulge in the line. Every 60 to 80 kilometers, usually, you need an optical amplifier, which essentially takes the incoming light and amplifies it, says Giuseppe Mara, a meteorologist at the UK's National Physical Laboratory and lead author of the new paper. So they propagate through the next span, and then there is another amplifier, and you keep going like this to get to the other side. Each repeater boosts the signal to make sure that it reaches its destination without degrading, so Mara and his colleagues could send their own signal through the cable and analyze what it looked like when it arrived at each repeater. Unlike DAS, they're not trying to parse a perturbation that bounces a tiny amount of light back to its source, but the frequency of the light that reaches the repeaters. In the case of no perturbation, we get stable signals. The frequency that we receive is the same that we sent, says Mara. But if there's been a disturbance, that frequency changes. Because there are so many repeaters along this transatlantic cable and any other undersea cable, 
they could divide it into sections and monitor for disturbances in each. And incredibly enough, the tides between two landmasses can play the cables underwater like a guitar string. When you get high tide, you get current in one direction, Mara says. The cable is strummed and produces this signal. Similarly, the team detected low-frequency signals when Hurricane Larry stormed across the Atlantic in the summer of 2021, further strumming the cable. This kind of research doesn't require any modification to undersea cables, meaning researchers have access to a vast web of ready-to-go sensors around the world, spanning seas and running along coastlines. Where there's cable, there's potential data. This is really interesting because then you can interrogate any fiber under the sea, covering all of the Earth, says geoscientist Philippe Jossé of the German Research Center for Geosciences, who wasn't involved in the new research. He did the DAS study on Mount Etna. For global seismology and understanding the structure of the Earth and the monitoring of large earthquakes, this technique is great. Mara thinks the technology can be stretched even further. The whole point of this is transforming the underwater infrastructure into a giant detector for earthquakes and more, says Mara. It becomes an incredibly powerful tool potentially to test things. One idea is to use it for tsunamis. If future geophysicists could use underwater cables to detect earthquakes in real time, they might also be able to monitor how the pressure of a tsunami travels along the seafloor fiber optics and creates disturbances in the data. The frequency of that signal would be different from those of earthquakes or tides. This would work in concert with DAS, not replace it, Jose adds. DAS is extremely sensitive. The amounts of light that bounce back are minute, so it gets very good resolution over shorter distances. But it only works for about 60 miles. Beyond that, the signal gets too weak. The new technique using undersea cables covers distances that are much more vast, but both could have utility as early warning tools, DAS for monitoring volcanoes like Etna for early signs of eruptions, and to speed up evacuation alerts, and long-distance interferometric sensing to detect tsunamis and the earthquakes that spawn them. All these techniques together will make a very big step in understanding the Earth and monitoring as well, says José. If the technique is sensitive enough to monitor ocean currents, Mara says, it might even help climate scientists study how currents are changing as the planet warms. Scientists are talking about the Gulf Stream slowing down, and if that is the case, you can imagine the dramatic impact on the world climate. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.